0: Welcome to the podcast arm of the redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching.
1: it before you have to do it again so get a plain sheet of paper draw your palm and i want you to write down all six steps without looking quickly who's done like this present one or the previous Eh? (laughs) both of them okay good job you're number one awesome so if you're at home, make sure you're doing this. Make sure you are tracing your finger and make sure you write down the six steps. It's going to help you remember it. Okay, what's number one? What's number two? Huh? What's number three? What's number four? What's number five? Amen. Thank you. Good class. Clap for you. What's number six? Good. A very good student. Clap for yourselves. Good job. Okay. So we're going to talk about number one. Number one, Romans 10 verse 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What are the different ways via which we hear the word? How can you hear the word? How can you hear the word? Audio Bible, thank you. Yes? Okay. You could hear the word via praying. Any other way? In church. Exactly. So you could do audio Bible. You could listen in church services. YouTube, so on different media platforms, television, radio, sermons, etc. House fellowship. So we have different ways via which we hear the word. Let's go to, let's go to the next slide. Okay, question. I wish I had, I always should come with gifts. We forget how many percent of what we hear. Who, who wants to try? In 72 hours, we forget how many percent of what we hear. Yes? Give it to him. Sorry? 95%. Thank you. That's correct. So in 72 hours, let's go to the next slide. we forget 95% of what we hear so today is wednesday by friday you would have forgotten 95% of everything that we said here you don't believe it eh? do you guys believe that the songs like 1.5% so 95% of what we hear, we forget. So that's why it is, hearing is not just enough, right? So that's why it's important that we have different ways to grasp what the Bible is saying, not just one way. Because you can't just depend on what you what hear. You can't just depend on what you hear. How to improve your hearing. Let's go to the next slide, please. How to improve your hearing. So now we know that we hear God's word. That's one of the way God communicates to us is by speaking to us, right? How do we improve? How do we position yourself in order to hear God? Number one is be ready and eager to hear God. Be ready and eager to hear God. In Luke chapter 8 verse 8, it says, He that has an ear, let him hear. So there is a posture you take in order to be able to hear God. If you're not serious about wanting to hear him, he can tell by your attitude, right? So you have to be ready, you have to be eager to hear God. Number two, the next one. Deal with attitudes that prevent hearing God. Deal with attitudes. What kind of attitudes can prevent us from hearing God? What kind of attitudes can prevent us from hearing God? Any thoughts? Yes, ma'am. Family right. How does that prevent us? Mm. Thank you. So we don't pay attention because we're familiar. Okay, who else wants to tell us? What else? I give it to him. Anger? Yes, that's very true. When you're angry, even, it's even difficult to listen to human beings. You know, how much more God? So anger is a big one. Uh, we have a couple here that were listed. And let's go to the next slide quickly. A certain posture of heart. The next slide. The first one talks about a closed mind. So a closed mind. So here we talk about fear, pride, bitterness all of these things, anger would be listed here. The things that close our mind. We can't, we're not in a position to even hear God. The next one talks about a superficial mind. It says, I don't really care about all of this. You know, it's not really important. The person is not really serious. So, when you come to church for, with a different motive, your mind is superficial. So, your, your, The purpose of coming to church, maybe you just came to church so that you can meet one or two Nigerians, you know, community reasons and things like that, you know, but you didn't come to hear God. So your mind is preoccupied with different things. Some people come, you know, to church for networking. Maybe you came for a business deal. So your mind is preoccupied with why you came. So you can't hear God in that state of mind. And lastly, it talks about the preoccupied mind. I'm too busy. I'm concentrating on other things so I can't hear God. And preoccupied, sometimes we can be preoccupied with legitimate needs and worries, right? So it's important that when we, come, when we come into God's presence that we pay attention to the conversations in our hearts so that we can take a posture of heart that allows us to hear God. The next one talks about sin in your life. So confess any sin in your life because sin can hinder you from um, hearing God. That's the next slide, please. So confess any sin in your life. And lastly, no, the second to the last, take notes on what you hear. That shows that you are eager to hear. That shows that you are stewarding what God has given to you. So when you hear something, knowing that you will forget 95% of it in 72 hours, what should you do? Write it down, right? Write it down. If you write it down, then God sees that you are serious because you can go back to it and say, this is what God spoke to me on so-so-so day. This is what God spoke to me at this time. Um... There are people that keep journals and have had journals and they can tell you what God spoke to them 10 years ago. That comes from taking time to steward the things that God says to you. Because sometimes when God speaks to you, right, the word might not be for today. It might be for a season to come. So it's important to write it down. And then lastly, it says act on what you hear. So keep a spiritual notebook. It's important. Keep a spiritual notebook. It's important to write in what you hear. Especially if you're, regardless of how God speaks to you, I think it's important. Important to write it down and then lastly it says act on what you hear James chapter 1 verse 25 says that if you look closely into the perfect law that sets people free and keep on paying attention to it and do not simply listen and then forget it but put it into practice you will be blessed by God in what you do so it is the person that hears the word and does it that is blessed it's not just the person that does word that hears the word but the first step is what hearing the word now to go into to talk about we have five other five other steps that we're going to talk about but I'd like us to would split ourselves into groups and um, we would have the rest of the conversation in our classes so this is going to be group one from tires Road down down in front here. This is group one. What I'd like you to do is I'd like you to sit in two rows facing each other. So everybody at the back, if you could turn these chairs and then I want you to face each other, just put a little space in between. So that's how we want to sit in our classes. So that's group one. Um, This would be group two. Okay, everybody here is in group two. So you can sit where where you are, but I would like you to face each other. So find a way to flip one side and then face each other. So this is group two. And then group three would be at the very back there, back to my left. Um, So um, our pastor, Mrs. um, Abby, please, everybody there, join group three. I think we'll take some more people to group three. So join group three, okay. So yeah, so just, you can, perfect, thank you. So flip a roll so that you can sit seeing each other, and then we'll have every teacher to a class. Every teacher, please, you can please find your class. Make sure there's a gap in between, you can k- keep, yeah. Make sure there's a row in between, so there's um, social distance. But well, we want you to sit facing yourself. Thank you so much, let's do that quickly. So teachers, we have 14 minutes, 10 minutes for each segment and you can get started.
2: God. Okay, just tell it to God that God, please let your word transform me today. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you today. Tell it to him, Spirit of the living God, speak your word into my heart. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Almighty God, we are here before you today to learn. Father, we ask you that you will give us understanding of your word in Jesus' name. Let it be that everything we are going to discuss together will transform our hearts and bring fruits, Lord, that will bring honor and glory to your name in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, because you've answered. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed amen praise the lord so i welcome every one of us to our teaching today and as we all know that we we are looking at uh, how we can grow as christians onto maturity because that is the target and the plan of god for every one of us even if you give your life to jesus today the expectation of God concerning you is for you to grow unto maturity. Praise the Lord. So, and, and our sister has already introduced the lesson unto us. And we are going to continue from um, point number two. That's habit number one. You know, we are looking at how we can study the Bible. How we can spend a daily time. God's word how we can make it an habit for us t- to read to understand and to grow in God's word so the second point we are looking at is to read God's word we have looked at hearing God's word and I want us to let us recap what we I mean what our teacher I mean our sister taught us now how do we Hear God's word. How do we hear God's word? Okay. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> positioning, that's changing our attitude, but how do we hear God? From what sources and so on can we hear God from? Okay. You said? Okay, from church services, okay? Well, during prayer, you can also hear God's word, okay? Online, Bible, YouTube, and so on and so forth. So, okay. Praise the Lord. Now, let's look at reading God's word. And there's one thing I want us to know that when you read God's word, what you are doing is that you are telling God, I want to know more about you. I want to know what your intentions are. I want to know your expectations of me. I want to know the things that I can do that can make you happy. I want to understand how to work with you. I want to know those things that you don't want me to do. That is what you are telling God, when you are reading God's word. So it means that the more you read God's word intentionally, the more you know of God. And the more you know of God, the more you can walk with God. You can't walk with someone you don't know. If you don't know what the person likes or doesn't like, it will be difficult to walk with that person. And how can you know God? It's through God's word. Praise the Lord. It's not that maybe when you wake up in the morning, God will just appear to you and tell you that oh, today, this is my character. This is how I behave. This is what I do. No. You know those things by studying God's word. Praise the Lord. So I want to ask us now, how often should we read God's word? How often should we read God's word? How often should we read God's word? Okay. Okay. Every day. Okay. Okay. Every day. Okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Day and night. Okay. How often should we read God's word, mommy? Okay, every day. Okay, so, okay, what's your answer? Praying to God every day. Okay, praise the Lord. (laughs) So, how often should we read God's word? I will say every time. My sister said, day and night. Uh, my sister also said, every day. Which means that it's our duty to be intentional to read God's word at least on a daily basis. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And practically speaking, one thing I know is that once you are intentional in studying God's word, even every day, You will move, you will graduate from every day to every time. Because it's not until you have the Bible before you. A a verse can come up to you and you meditate on it. You're also doing it. Praise the Lord. So, what we have learned today is that we need to read God's word. If you want to know God, you must read God's word. Because that's the avenue for you to know God. And also we need to be systematically about it, systematical about it. We need to use different translations. If you know you don't understand King James Version, you can get New King James, you can get New International Version, you can get Living Bible, and so on and so forth. So we have so many versions that we can use just to make sure that you understand. Then you can also read it loud to yourself. You see, maybe you are reading a place and the place is speaking to you directly. You are receiving insight. You can read it aloud. You can say it aloud. Because when you are saying it, you are also reading it inwardly to yourself, which will also make you to remember it more and more. Then also, you need to underline. Maybe you come across some verses that are speaking to you. You can underline in the colors. And also... You can also choose like a reading plan, a reading plan. Maybe this week you want to read the book of Ephesians. You want to know what Apostle Paul taught the church in Ephesus, and so on and so forth. So we, can be, we need to be systematical about our reading of the Bible. Then also in our manual, there is also like a technique. How you can read and complete the New Testament in 30 days. I want us to try it. In 30 days, let's say from now, to in 30 days, you want to finish the whole of the New Testament. There's in our manual is there, so you can use it, and you you will see that you will be able to accomplish that. Praise the Lord. Let's go on because of our time. Then the third thing we are looking at is to study God's Word. Now I want to ask us, what is the difference between study and read? <laughs> okay. Sorry, that read. Okay. 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 Thank you. So we can see. You want to see something too? (laughs) Okay. Praise the Lord. So when you study, what you are saying is that you want to be intentional to understand what you are reading. So you need to do much more than reading. Reading is just, okay, let me just read it. Let me just be aware. I just want to be aware of what this passage is saying. But if you want to understand what that passage is saying, it's deeper than reading. Praise the Lord. So, which means that if you have the mind of understanding God's word, then be prepared to study. And in study, when you read a verse, and you want to understand it better, you can read it in like five different versions. You understand? You can read commentary Bible to understand what that verse is saying, what happened before it. Even there sometimes that, okay, what happened here? Let me read five verses behind. And let me read five verses after. You are studying. Praise the Lord. So when you study, it will help you to understand, to know, so that you'll be able to apply it in your life. Praise the Lord. So let's read Acts chapter 17, verse 11, and 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, and Acts 17, 11. Please, if you see it, you can read Okay. So that's it. They had Apostle Paul, but when they get to um, they study. They 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 they, they, I mean, they went over those things that they had. Can we make that also our habit? Yeah, yeah. So that when you hear those words, you also on your own. You take time to understand. Praise the Lord. I remember when I was in secondary school, when we were reading our visits on chemistry. You see, when you read chemistry, you easily you forget it. (laughs) You have to study it for you to even remember. Praise the Lord. So sometimes we close our book, and we form like a group like this. Okay, you read page one. It will be reading off and we will be reading, will just be memorizing and be reciting it. Why? Because we want to know. So that we'll be able to remember when they ask us in the exam. Praise the Lord. Is there from reading. Praise the Lord. So we need to study God's word so that we can actually be intentional in knowing God. Then 2 um, Timothy 2.15. Okay, so we can see from that place that we are encouraged, advised, instructed to study so that we can show ourselves approved of God. So God wants to be sure. God wants to know. God expects you to understand his ways. He wants you to be approved. He wants you to have an adequate knowledge of his presence, of his word, of his instructions, of his ways and so on. Praise the Lord. And we can only get all those things by studying His Word. So now, how should we study? How can we study? Like we have said it even earlier that we can use different versions of the Bible. Like our manual recommended New International Version. That's NIV. So when you use NIV, you'll be able to understand all those English are broken down into pieces that makes you to understand better. If if you prefer other versions too, you can use it. But make sure that you understand what you are reading. Like what Philip asked that eunuch of Ethiopia. He said, do you understand what you are reading? Let's ask ourselves every time you are studying the Bible. This place I'm reading, do I understand? If the answer is no, how can I understand? Is it to read another version or to seek for someone that can explain it more to you? Or maybe to listen to a message on that topic? Praise the Lord. So we must make sure that we actually do more to study and understand. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will help us the more in Jesus' name. Now, let's go on to the next one, which is to memorize God's word. To memorize God's word. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 7 from verse 2 to 3. Proverbs 7, verses 2 to 3. Proverbs 7, 2 to 3. Please, if you see it, you can read Okay, praise the Lord. Amen. So we can see from that place, is an instruction for us that we need to make sure we have the word of God in our hearts. You know, it's not like somebody that is sleeping and you are dreaming. So maybe something is pursuing you, and instead of you shouting Jesus, you shouted another thing, praise the Lord. <laughs> Why? Because that word is not in you. Praise the Lord. And how can that word be in you is by memorizing it. When you memorize it and be intentional about it, you will be able to remember it in time of need. And that time of need can be in your dreams. It can be when you are walking or when you are driving and so on and so forth. So memorizing God's word is vital in our lives praise the lord so what are the benefits of memorizing the scripture i want us to mention them you can check your manual also what are the benefits of memorizing the scripture okay you want to okay yeah to share the to share god's word with others yeah Mommies, daddies, okay, ma. That is it. So, when you memorize God's word, in time of need, because that time of need, you don't know. You may not know. When that, when the when the time need for that word comes, do you have the word? If you don't have it, how are you going to recite it or even remind yourself? It's what you have that you can remind yourself of. So it means that when we memorize God's word, we are helping ourselves to build stamina to face the challenges of life. Because whether you have stamina or not, challenges will come. So it's better you have this stamina we are talking about so that you can face those challenges victoriously and one way you can do that is by memorizing God's word praise the Lord like there is a verse of the Bible that says I shall not be the head I mean I I shall be the head and not the tail praise the Lord I shall be the head and not the tail so when time of failure comes you can say that to yourself why because you have that word within you praise the Lord Praise the Lord. So, and also the Bible says that no weapon that is fashioned against me shall prosper. If you don't have that word and something is pursuing you the dream, there is no way you can even quote it. Praise the Lord. And there is another one that says, for the weapons of my warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. So, when you memorize God's word, it will become a weapon to you. It will give you internal stamina that will make you strong and be able to overcome the challenges that come your way. Praise the Lord. So we need to memorize God's word. And these things make us to grow as Christians. Praise the Lord. So also, it helps us to make decisions. You know, in life, that we make decisions almost every time. So when time to make decisions come, how do you make your decisions? Do you make your decisions by your own knowledge or by even shaking it with the word of God? And if you don't have the word of God within you, how do you know what to do or what to choose or what to say? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So memorizing God's word will help us. To to make good and, I mean, righteous decisions. Then also it comforts me when I am sad. When you have God's word in you and you are troubled, the Holy Spirit can drop that word inside of you and it will give you comfort. This word, I, I, will, I will help you. If you are troubled and the Holy Spirit drop that word inside of you, it will give you strength. It will comfort you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So let's not forget we are looking at memorizing God's word. So the more of God's word you have in you, the more stamina you develop for yourself. Spiritual stamina. It's mean a So that you'll be able to grow and mature as a child of God. Praise the Lord. So what are other benefits that we can get from memorizing God's word? Okay ma. Confidence praise the Lord. Peace. that's it so the word of god brings confidence because you are sure you have faith in that word, and it will bring confidence to you so that even when challenges come you are bold the bible says that the righteous is as as bold as lion it's not just like that it's because you are loaded with god's word praise the lord so let's cultivate that habit, habit to memorize God's word, to understand God's word, so that we'll be able to face the challenges that comes our way. Then also it helps us to witness, to unbelievers, like our sister said at that time, it helps you to witness. You cannot preach to someone and you don't even know what to say. Praise the Lord. You cannot say, Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus said. Jesus said. Okay, I will tell you tomorrow what Jesus said. No, praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So, if you memorize God's word, it will also help you to preach, to encourage, even to speak to others also. And I pray that God will give us grace even to memorize his word in Jesus' name. So now, when do we memorize God's word? When? When? When can we memorize God's word? When? Okay? Anytime.
3: <laughs> you can pray to the word of... It's like pray to the word of God and and also have a particular time to also do some word of God and tell the world the word of God.
2: Okay. Okay, Okay. any other comments also?
3: Like when we are doing our quiet time, the, the word, you know, the specific word that they identify for that um, particular morning study, you can memorize it, you can try to memorize it, and throughout the day, you see how you can remember it, you be ruminating on it, if you are not good at it, you go back, you, um mem- uh, you try to recite it again until the word is,
2: Okay. Thank you, Ma. So, we can memorize God's word during our quiet time. You see, that time that you have set aside to read God's word, you can pick a verse and memorize that verse. And that, mem- that, that verse that you have memorized can help you, even when you are driving to work, you can remunerate on that word that you have memorized you can meditate on it praise the lord or maybe when you are waiting for someone that word you can bring that word to yourself you can remember I mean recite it again and by the time you do that that word is becoming part and parcel of you it will come to a time that if anything happens you just start reciting god's word praise the lord and let us know that the word of god is sharper than any two edged sword So, when you recite those words that you have memorized, you are actually fighting with a weapon, I mean, with a spiritual weapon. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Also, we also see that you can also memorize God's word when you are uh, at your bedtime, when you are about to sleep. You can also memorize God's word. You can take a verse or two verses and memorize it. Praise the Lord. Also, when you are exercising, the fact that you are exercising does not mean that you cannot do another thing, or you cannot do any other thing again. As you are running or exercising, you can also be reciting and remember those words that you have memorized. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then also, we can also write God's word on play cards, and post it even in front of your door. So as you are waking up, you are seeing it. So as you are seeing it, it's becoming part and parcel of you. Praise the Lord. You know, I said it that you cannot use God's word as a weapon if you don't have it inside of you. It will be very difficult. But when you have it inside of you, it will be very easy. It will flow. Praise the Lord. And you'll be able to use it to overcome any challenge that comes your way. Now, how do we memorize? How do we memorize? This memorize that we are talking about, how do we, how can we memorize? We can pick a verse that speaks to you. Maybe let's say you are reading 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Praise the Lord. And as you are reading it, verse 5, now he's speaking to you. You can pick on that verse and try to know that verse. Memorize that verse. Close your Bible and, re- and recite that verse. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So when you do that, you are making yourself strong in the Lord. Because the devil will come to test you. Whether you have God's word in you or not, he will come. You don't need to pray for it. The devil will come. So but when you are ready, with God's word in you, you will be able to fight back with God's word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, what other ways? How can we memorize? Personally now, how can you memorize God's word? Okay. You can read God's word aloud to yourself. You can take your Bible and be walking up and down and be reading it aloud. Okay. Okay, you can also, yeah, you can read it in your head. Okay, (laughs) praise the Lord. Okay, so you can also write them down. Make them as flashcards and make sure you are reading it from time to time. Yeah, that is it. That is it. So, like thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path is a verse of the scripture. So by the time you turn it to a song, you will easily remember it.
3: Well, most of us that have smart watches watches as well, you could use it as a tool, set reminders, it come up at intermittent times, you look at it, you remind yourself about it, and then in your workspace is at the office. You can just post it, put it around you, so you are seeing it, and then it's easy for you to continually remember.
2: We can use technology, Apple Watch. So it's not only text messages. You can, you, you can also I mean, program God's Word to be coming to you intermittently. Praise the Lord. Even your laptop, your desktop saver can be God's Word. So that when you open on your laptop, you will still see God's Word. Praise the Lord. Then your phone, the screen saver on your phone can be God's Word. So as you open your phone, you will see God's Word. And you will, rem- you, will remember yourself, I mean you will remember that word that you have read. Praise the Lord. So what we are saying in essence is that we need to be intentional in memorizing God's word. If you don't make efforts, there is no way God's word will come into inside of you. No. It doesn't jump at you. Like maturity is not automatic. You see, it's a process which is actually requires effort. So, in this year, 2022, let's try as much as possible to memorize God's word intentionally. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then also, we can start with like, maybe your goal is, I want to memorize two verses this week. You just, we have five minutes left. Okay, so that I want to memorize two verses this week, or one verses in two days, and so on and so forth. So th- let's just make sure that we are memorizing God's word. Then also, the last one we are looking at is meditate on God's word. What does meditation mean? Meditation. What does it mean?
3: It's like when you think about something like really, really, you think about it and you think about it like throughout the whole day. Say you read your Bible in the morning and you have a revelation. You you think about it. You write it down. You look at it every once in a while to so remember and think about it. Like
2: that. praise the Lord, mommy.
3: Meditation is a bit deeper than studying. Um, When you meditate, it's like um, allowing the Holy Spirit to expand the depth of that word. That maybe verse or that um, portion of the scripture you are studying. And the Holy Spirit will now take you through a journey of understanding it more, deeper, and giving you divine application of those things.
2: Praise the Lord. Okay. Also, the, the dictionary also says, it said meditation is focusing the mind, focusing your mind on that particular verse. And when you do that, you will see that different thoughts will be coming to you. And, and the purpose is for you to understand the intent, the deeper truth in that particular verse. And you know that, practically speaking now, at such times, you see the Holy Spirit now coming to you. Because the Holy Spirit now knows you want to know more. So, he reveals more secrets, even in that verse, unto you. Praise the Lord. That's why the Bible says that his word, they are new every morning. Because by the time you focus your mind on it, the Holy Spirit will help you to understand even more insights in that world. And those are the things that becomes life into our spirit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, it is the key to becoming like Christ. You know where we started? We are doing these things so that we can become like Christ. So, when you meditate on God's word, it will make God's life life, I mean God's word, life unto you. And it will help you to live a life that will make you to be like, or um, me to become like Christ. It is the key to answer prayers. You know, when you are praying in understanding of what God' word says, it will make your prayers to be answered. You know, the Bible says in 1 John, He said, "This is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will." So, the more of God's understanding you have, the more of his will you know. And when you pray according to those will, your prayers are answered. Praise the Lord. So it is also the key to successful living. That is it. When you have God's word with deep understanding inside of you, it will help you to overcome any challenge that comes your way. Praise the Lord. So what we are saying in essence is that Please, as children of God, let's be intentional this year to study the Word of God, to read the Word of God, to meditate on God's Word, and also to make sure that we understand what God's Word is saying. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will give us more understanding of His Word in Jesus' name. And also, we need to apply it. You know, if you, you read all this, you read, you study, you meditate. But when it comes to, for, to the time of application, you refuse. You draw back. There's no way that that word will become fruitful in that person's life. So when you apply God's word, you are receiving grace to overcome the next one. Praise the Lord. I remember it. Okay, sir. Things I need to avoid so that I can meditate correctly. Okay, things that we can avoid to meditate on God's word. You know, we need to make sure that we concentrate. Distractions. It's just like when you are, you are reading the Bible and you are watching a movie. Praise the Lord. You know you are, not, you are not reading anything. So you need to set a time for you to concentrate to study. So that you make sure you are actually getting value for what I mean for that time that you are spending on God's word. So what are other things? Let's
1: wrap up, please.
2: What are other things? Okay. Ma'am.
3: Another thing is the battle of the mind. Mm-hmm. We need to conquer our mind, to subject it to God, to the Holy Spirit, in order to have this direct communication with Him when we want to meditate.
2: In our minds, battle, there is that is battle in our minds. So, but when you surrender your mind to the Holy Spirit, it will help you to know more God's word. What are other ways? I
3: would say being deliberate.
2: Being deliberate
3: about it. And then having a deeper understanding of why you need to study the word itself helps a whole lot. Like the word says, this book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth. The day I got a deeper understanding of that word, I always constantly want to read the word. So a deeper understanding of why would help as well.
2: So thank you, Ma. So the reason why we are studying God's word, if you have a deeper understanding of that, it will also help you to do more or be intentional in memorizing and studying God's word. Praise the Lord. Let's bow our heads to pray. Father, we thank you for your word that you have sent to us today. Father, the grace to meditate and apply your word in our lives, released unto us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, because you have answered. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.
1: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we're going to wrap up with talking about number six. But let's do a quick recap. So number one, what do we do with the word? Hear the word. Number two, read the word. Number three, number four, number five, number six. What's the difference between, um, studying the word and reading the word? Huh? Pen? What's the difference? It it was in your outline. What's the difference between reading and studying the word? The pen? I don't understand. Say it the way it was written. (laughs) Say it the way it was written. Taking notes. Thank you. Um, What's the secret to effective Bible study? The secret to effective Bible study is knowing how to do what? It's knowing how to do what? Ask the right questions. Thank you. Ask the right questions. So number six, we talk about applying God's word. We'll go back to the slide, please, if you have that. Number six is applying God's word. So the purpose of all of... All of the five steps is to get to this point where we get the word on the inside of us and we apply the word because it's the doing of the word that gives us blessing. It's not just hearing it. The Bible says in James 1, do not deceive yourself by just listening to this word. Instead, put it into practice. Matthew 5 verse 19. Matthew 5, verse 19. I would like us to read that together. Matthew 5, 19. If we have it. Or if we have the slide, that's fine. Matthew five nineteen says, whoever practices and teaches. Matthew 5, 19. Whoever therefore shall break one of the. One of these least commandments, I shall teach men to do so. He shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So it's in doing them, doing and teaching that you'll be great. How do we apply God's word to our lives? How do we apply God's word to our lives? I'll run through what we have quickly. Number one, it says, look for the interpretation of the word of that scripture in the context it was written in, right? What was the Bible talking about in that context first and foremost? What's that interpretation? And then number two, we want to look at what's the underlying timeless principle in that context of scripture. For example, in um, I think it's 2nd Second, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, when Paul was talking to the Corinthians and he was saying that some of you say that you are for Apollos. Some of you say you are for Paul. Paul and Apollos are not here today, right? What is the underlying principle in that scripture? So what's the interpretation? In what context was he talking about? What's the underlying implication? And then number three, personalization. How do I apply it? When, how can I practice that principle? How do I apply it to my life? So in application, we're talking about you applying it to your life, not listening for somebody else to apply to their lives. You know how when you're listening to a sermon, there's a tendency to think, ah, I wish this person was here. This sermon is for this person. Ah, They need to hear the word. You're not listening to So application is what is this, what has it got to do with what me? Forget about other people, right? It is personally, what has it got to do with me? Let's go to the next slide. Most application. So the application of God's word will focus on three. Let's go to the next slide. Application of God's word will focus on three relationships. Before we we go to the next slide, who can guess what those relationships are? Applying God's word focuses on three relationships. I'll give you the clue. Number one, your relationship with God. Number two, your relationship with yourself. Number three, others. That's true. So that's the center of it. Your relationship with God, your relationship with yourself, and your relationship with what? other people. Applying God's word. Now there are four marks for good application action. There are four marks for good application action. So we have to watch out for this when you are applying. And we've already mentioned the first one. Number one, let's go to the next slide. Number one, it is personal. So it is you saying, I will do this. For example, we're studying about the habit of learning God's word. The question you want to ask yourself as you go up, uh, Bible study today is do I have a Bible study plan? Do I have a schedule in place that allows me to study God's word daily? How do I put into practice this message that I'm hearing today? How do I cultivate this habit? Not for somebody else, but for what? Myself. How do I cultivate the habit of studying, meditating, and applying all that I have learned in Bible study today? So, number one, it has to be personal. Number two, number two, it has to be practical. Number two, it has to be practical. So, practical means that, um, let's see, if you are, for someone who wants to, if you want to read the Bible, you can't say, I want to read the whole Bible in a day. Do you understand? So when you want to apply God's word, you apply it practically to your everyday life. Number three, number three, it has to be possible. It has to be possible. And number four, it has to be provable. Provable talks about having a timeline. Is I'm going to start doing this now. It has to be provable. So these, today, so these are what we talk about when we talk about applying God's word. We want to look for the underlying principle, and we want to apply it to our lives. Now, in wrapping up today, we're going to take a couple questions. How many people have questions? Just so, so we know. If you have a question based on today's study, do you have a question? Anybody has a question today? Who has a question? Anybody? Okay, so we all understand what we taught today. That's excellent. So in talking about applying God's word, we know that our actions are a product of our beliefs. Right. So when you believe something, you tend to act upon it, and if you don't believe something, there's a likelihood that you will not act in accordance to that. So one of the reasons that we it's important to go through all the steps of not just hearing the word but studying it, meditating upon it. It's so that we get it into our hearts to the point where we do what believe it. Because when we believe, then we would act in accordance to it. My question today is: Is it possible? To apply God's word without believing in it. Is it possible to apply the word that you don't believe? Who wants to answer? Is it possible? Oh, a day has a mic. Is it possible to apply God's word without believing it? Anybody? I'll call names, so we have very few minutes. Who wants to Who wants to answer? Who wants to try? Yes, ma. Hallelujah.
3: How? Okay.
1: So you need faith to be part of that process. Thank you so much, that it will work. work. Thank you so much. Any other person? Any other person? Yes, ma'am. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And the reason I ask that question is, for me personally, is being able to challenge some certain things that I do. Now, if you grow up from a religious background, if you, your parents were Christians, you're brought into a Christian home, there are so many things that like, you do by default, not because you understand what it means, right, but because you grew up in that environment. So then it's possible that I'm doing certain things, but I don't get the blessings from that because I lack understanding of it right? So I am, I can be going to church. It can be whatever the activities are, and it's in line with the Word of God, right? It's correct, but I don't, I don't really believe it. I just do it because that's what I've been taught to do, right? So one thing for me in applying this Word that, that got to me is, is going through that process of meditating on the Word. So I begin, the things that I'm doing, like everyone has said, is I have to engage it with faith and understanding. Let my actions be Let my actions be in response to the word of God that I have studied, the word that I have known, not just something that I have been doing because I've been taught to do it. And then if there are certain things that I've been doing because I've been taught to do it, then I need to go back to scripture and understand why am I doing this so that I can engage and get the blessing because it is possible to be doing it without the understanding without the faith and then it looks like the word of God does not work right so it's very important that we get that understanding it's very important that we look into our actions that we're not just being religious based on you know, our upbringing, but that the actions that we take, you know, are in line with the word of God and we are engaging that truth in accordance to that word, word of God. And finally, it is important that when we read the word of God, we should believe it. We should believe it. The word of God is true. Let's believe it and let us act in accordance to it. Any other question? No questions. God bless you.
0: We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at RCCGPPPSK, on Instagram and Twitter at RCCGPPP. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.